What's up, you guys? This week, we are talking about our live show that happened this weekend. Why stunning on Valentine's Day on Instagram is tacky as fuck. Michael B. Jordan bought what for Lori Harvey? Vice questions about coming back to yourself after kids. And a horror story involving an ex-husband and his brother. Enjoy. Enjoy. Hello there. Welcome back to Good Moms, Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. Happy hump day. Happy hump day, BS. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, I'm tired, but I'm good. I'm tired, too. <laughs> I'm really tired. <laughs> um, I think that as I get older, it's harder to recover from things that require a lot of brain energy and a lot of... Um, just anything. Mm-hmm. Partying makes me more tired. Using my brain makes me more tired. I need to rest like 24 to 72 hours after a lot of brain power. Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Um, so maybe if we pull a card, I'll feel more activated. Okay. Let's so let's do that. Let's see. What do we have in the cards today? Hey, hey, hey. Oh, I like that. Having the cards today. Hey, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> so it's very Mary Poppins. It's giving me Mary Poppins. Hmm. Temperance. This looks important. It's a white angel. Red wings. Pouring. He's pouring water into another cup. There's a sun in the background. He's also, she, he's he also has, standing barefoot in like a stream. But he has one foot in the stream and the other one is on land. I also see oh, this like bright light behind him. It looks like the sun or something. And then he has some sort of thing on his head. Look, looks like... And then he has a triangle in the center of his chest, which I'm sure means something. And then there's orchids in the background. I feel like this means like vitality or like... Temperance description. Oh, this is interesting. Finally, we're fucking right. <laughs> um, the temperance card shows a large winged angel who is both masculine and feminine. You know, we're always getting confused with these white people, which one they are. This one is both, finally. If anyone wants to send us some better tarot cards. We would love to have them. I'll leave my P.O. box in the episode <laughs> description. Until we drop our own shortly. <laughs> the temperance card shows a large winged angel who is both masculine and feminine. She wears a light blue robe with a triangle enclosed in a square on the front. See? Representing that humans, the triangle, are bound by the earth and natural law square. The angel balances between one foot on the rocks, expressing the need to stay grounded, and one foot in the water, showing the need to be in flow. She pours water between two cups, symbolic of the flow and alchemy of life. In the background, there's a winding path up to a mountain range reflecting the journey through life. Above the mountains hovers a golden crown encased in a glowing light, a symbol of taking the higher path and staying true to one's life purpose and meaning. Damn, I was just thinking about this today. Temperance is the card for bringing balance, patience, and moderation into your life. You are being invited to stabilize your energy to allow the life force to flow through you without force or resistance. Ooh, I was just preaching this to somebody. It's time to recover your flow and get your life back into order and balance. 
This card calls on you to remain calm, even when life feels stressful or frantic. Maintain an, e an even temperament and manage your emotions. You have learned to keep composed in stressful situations. Little things don't get to you, thanks to your seemingly abundant source of patience. Your respect for balance and tranquility is what will help you achieve and experience fulfillment in your life. Temperance asks you to take the middle path and accommodate all perspectives. Now is not the time to be highly opinionated or controversial. Be the peacemaker and take a balanced and moderate approach, avoiding any extremes, including others, and bring, include others and bring diverse groups of people to create harmony and, and cooperation. By working together, you will collectively leverage the right mix of talents, experiences, abilities, and skills. There is alchemy with Temperus. Hmm. Mm. Okay. Where was this card when I needed it on Saturday before our show? Because a bitch was not feeling balanced. At all. Well, I think the card. Or patient. I think what the card means is <laughs> even though you didn't seem balanced or patient, the point is we're generally not, but always get the shit done. We do. And it could always be worse. Like, I think we could be much worse stressed people. I think at the very last minute, it got very stressful, but for the most part, we have anxious personalities, but shit gets done. And um, we collaboratively always bring the perfect people to make the shit happen. Because we do, we have really cultivated um, a team that's only cultivated with alchemy, honestly. For real. Only through alchemy could our team and the shit we like make possible be made possible because of the community that we've cultivated, including the people listening, including the audience. Like, it's honestly... Someone asked me over the weekend about manifestation. Like, how do you know if you're manifesting correctly? Like, what if you're manifesting on some one thing and then it doesn't happen or it doesn't come in a, um, I guess, a time period that, or like the way that you saw it? And I told that person, I was like, I'm not really, it, it never really feels that way because if something doesn't work out or I, I can, I can acknowledge that that's how it's supposed to be. And actually it's, I'm still manif it's still me manifesting it, but I realize that there's no time frame in which things are manifested and I trust the journey so much and <clears throat> that I know it's aligned. And, and I realize that like our visions get shifted and you have to be able to take the messages that the universe brings you to let you know like, Oh, you thought it was this, but look, it's shifted and I'm going to give you the signs. So you know that this is the new path and this is why. Right. Amen. Amen. Um, okay. Well, that was a good card. And um, I want to say that I want to share my affirmation of the week. Okay. And so my affirmation of the week, or our, it can be yours, whatever, anyone. Um, I'm an endless well of ideas and creativity. I will put out my best ideas to invite newer and better ones. I am an endless well of ideas and creativity. I will put out my best ideas to invite right, newer, newer and, and better, better ones. So this one came to me because I used to be the type of person that would hold on to my ideas and wait for the perfect moment to release them. Everything had to be perfect. And if that moment never happened, then those ideas never got shared. Um, and I think through the podcast and working with Mila, like, we just be putting shit out, like whether it's ready, whether it's whatever it is, it's go it's getting out, you know? And I think like being able to free up that space 
allows bigger and better ideas. And I know a lot of people, I'm sure, listening, like you might be working on a project that you've been working on for like a year and you've been sitting on it waiting for the perfect opportunity or the perfect conditions or the perfect strategy and you just keep waiting and waiting and waiting. Sis, those op- those there's no perfect conditions. You're not making space in your life for any other new ideas to come to you when you hold on to these ideas. And I just want to encourage everyone to just release, release, put it out. Well, that's, you're talking to me because you know how long it takes me to post anything. (laughs) Four to six weeks. (laughs) Four to six weeks to never. Um, No, it's true. I, I, and then I get frustrated and I get annoyed with myself and then I get, then I say, fuck it. I put out my, my model debut today (laughs) with Warwick, St. Warwick and, um, I had no choice but to put them out because he was going to put them out. <laughs> and I wrote a small poem with them, and I wrote it this morning. And I was like, fuck it, I don't care. I'm just going to pair it with this photo because I should write more. And you're right because we overthink shit. Who gives a fuck? Do you. It's going to get better. No mm. matter what you do, as long as you put it out, the, the, it, will, it will evolve. It, it does nothing if you don't put it out. Right. It does nothing but sit in your brain rent-free inspire nobody Mm -hmm. and I still do it I think like I've really learned how to do it best in partnership like with you Mm -hmm. and like even my ring collab that I have with um, Gypsy by Nature like I've noticed like I'm really bold when it comes to partnership I I agree I know that like when it comes to my own stuff I still am working on that but I've definitely gotten better and I think in partnership it's taught me how to like apply it to when I do shit on my own I agree a partnership has helped me tremendously because I have some, uh, ask Erica I fucking text her every day should I this should I post this one should I post this one should I say this should I say that and she's like mm-hmm, no yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. perfect okay <laughs> post it but if I if I can't talk to myself and do that for my own then it doesn't happen anyway speaking of community uh, cultivating the perfect community we had a fucking bomb ass Valentine's Day Galentine's girls night some guys were there live show. And I'm so fucking happy because the truth is we were really scared about um, not being able to do it in person. And we had so much anxiety about it that it wasn't going to like, it wasn't going to be accepted the same way. And it was fucking amazing. It was so much better than we expected. And um, we had such a large audience and we had like some people in audience and that helped so much. And we had a performance and we had Bruna and we had funny fucking Jessica Rose hosting and we had Sebastian and Juju. Like it was, it was a labor of fucking love. Like shout out to my family because my brothers and my stepfather, they fucking did, they made, they, everything you saw, if you were on the, if you were on the, on the live, it's not the live, whatever, the stream. Now, you know, like we promised you, it was not going to be a normal ass Zoom call. This was a motherfucking production. We had multiple camera angles. We, we had lighting. lighting. We had, we felt, had sets. We had sets. We had performances. We, we had, had props. We had props. We had games. Segments and shit. Oh, yeah. We had segments. Shout out to Sexual Essentials for, you know, her deep throating um, 101. She's now our uh, resident uh, sexpert. I think shout out to Brandon Espy for always coming through with the, the produce, the production quality of HBO and <laughs> Living out all of our HBO dreams in the studio and like letting us bother you. We love you. You don't understand. If you're our friend, I'm sorry. <laughs> if you're in our friend group, we are not only going to milk you for every fucking talent and service that you offer, we will also milk your husband. 
Because this is what we do. We bother everybody we know. There is no one in our community that doesn't get this work, okay? I mean, I think that's the point of tribe, and I hope that they know that they can do the same to us. We owe we owe a lot of favors. We owe a lot of favors. <laughs> but I'm just really happy with how everything turned out. Shout out to our team, May, who fucking turned into a podcasting, live streaming producer. She, she fucking killed the shit. Terraney, who made sure everything was right with the sound and just... Everything. 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 Like, I'm just so grateful for the, for people believing in the vision and working as hard on it as we do, you know? And for if you were there um, on Saturday night, I hope you guys enjoyed yourself. Um, I shout out to our friends that came. We had a little small audience that came um, to watch us because it would be really weird to be doing a whole live show to nobody. Um, shout out to Marquise who catered the event. Food was bomb. We bomb, also, bomb. another husband that another we, husband. we utilized. <laughs> We utilized Zen husband. He he rented us equipment. We utilized. Shout out to Michelle for coming with through with the La Pinta, the tequila infused pomegranate drink that everybody should try. We just shout out to your mom for letting us use her studio. Right. <laughs> everybody fucking came through and to make it possible. So that was really fun. And we got drunk like always. Yeah, I, we hadn't eaten all day, which probably fed into my. The show started like twenty minutes late, maybe twenty five minutes late because we were having a little technical issue and I was gonna like, I was I was losing it. I was I was like disappointed in myself. That's why this card being pulled, I was like, bitch, where was your temperance then? Cause I couldn't even talk to anybody. I was just like in silence, not talking, looking evil and- She was being Keisha Cole. I was Keisha Cole and Slash Monica. I was Monica and Keisha Cole wrapped in one. Whew, yeah, so. Then we shook it off, and then we started, and it was great, and it was beautiful. Which always happens. Somehow, every time, even if you listen to our, our episode when we had our show in Atlanta, that you know all the fuckery and crazy shit that happened out there, and somehow it all worked out. It always works out. It all worked out. So yeah, I'm just, I can't wait for the next one. I know, me too. I really can't, because I, that was amazing. Um, I, I forgot how much I like enjoy that part of our job because we haven't done it. Right. I know. And it's like, oh yeah, this is fun, not crazy. <laughs> we need a late night talk show, guys. <laughs> not. I, I mean, obviously we have the podcast, but we need to. We need a late night talk show. So if anyone's listening and you want to get us on the talk show, you know your auntie works at HBO or your Call husband. Us. Get we us ha- up. We have some things to show you. <laughs> not Erica's boobs. We can do that too, though. Get us on HBO so I can get boobs like Erica. <laughs> Only if you're on Patreon can you see this content that I'm giving right it's now. It's really good. I, I flashed my boob at the virtual live show. Oh, you didn't? Yeah. Not I flashed my boob. Hundreds no. of people saw Jamil's boob. Um, we're actually going to we're gonna um, sell the replay for um, those of you who did not catch it. So look out for that because it's really something you should see. Oh, so what did you do after? Like, okay, so that was our Saturday, which was also our entire month. <laughs> so now... Um, well, so after the show, you know, we all hung out for a while. I've never experienced this. And, you know, I've, I guess I have experienced but it, but I haven't. We haven't had, like, an event in so long that I forgot what this feels like. And my friend Ashley, shout out to Ashley Runway, she does a lot of events. And she would always tell me, like, yo, after an event, there's, like, this weird come down that I experience. And it's, like, I have jitters, anxiety, like... I'm exhausted, but I, I don't know what to do with myself. And that's how it, kind of how I felt. Like I wanted to, like I couldn't, I couldn't socialize in the way that I wanted to. I just couldn't wait to go home 
and be alone. I, was like, I didn't notice that you were like, I would, well, I guess we had to separate. Someone had to do it. <laughs> you were being a night fairy. I was like, okay, let's get everyone out so I can go home and be alone and cry. What time did we leave? <laughs> like midnight? Yeah, okay. I was like, midnight. yeah, it wasn't that late. So then the next day was Valentine's Day and we went out to outside cinemas, which um, if you guys haven't been to outside cinemas and you're in LA, you should definitely check it out. It's an outdoor drive-in movie event in downtown. And so we went to outside cinemas and we watched Love and Basketball, a lady friend of mine. Erica was on a date and then I crashed it. <laughs> Because we're inseparable. <laughs> hello? Hello? Oh, yeah. You, you said you where? You said downtown. Uh, so funny. Me too. <laughs> you on a date? With who? Okay, well, I'm, I'm going to pull up right now. <laughs> Not really inviting me, but there I was. We just can't, we just can't get enough of each other. Love each other. Every day is not enough. Um, <laughs> you're literally Irene and Luna. Every day, Irene and Luna ask us, "Can we have a sleepover?" I'm like, "You guys just saw each other. And, like, we just got here. Why do you have to have a sleepover?" So we went to see Love and Basketball, and I started. Yeah, we drank some wine. I, you know, I didn't have. I wasn't gonna have Irie till like I don't know the next two days or two days later. So I was like, "This is my time to unwind." I didn't really get to unwind at the event afterwards because I was being a Scorpio and couldn't wait to get the fuck away from everyone. So, yeah, we went there, and then after that, we went over to um, Happy Bay's house, who lives downtown, and we had, like, a little small gathering. It was, like, it, felt, it was, like, I felt like we were out. I know, we did. I um, It was so nice. I was surprised he allowed us to do that. I did the, I did what a cancer would do, what this cancer would do, and I invited everyone to my house after. Oh, after the Begged everyone to come over. Please come to my house, even though I'm fucking exhausted. <laughs> So I had like some people came over, some people slept over, and I literally like I was so I was like trying to if you saw the close friends, I was shaking ass in my kitchen, <laughs> and then suddenly I just left and went in my room and closed the light and got in the bed. Is that what you did? Yeah, you left everyone out there. Yeah. What were they doing out there? I don't know. You guys, are, you guys are missing out on excellent content on close friends. Okay, <laughs> if you're not part of our close friends, you missed Jamila's whole full length mirror bedroom I don't know what that was bed dance I'm pretty sure I saw your nipples for sure because you had no top on I know you think your nipples are camouflaged but I for sure saw titties close and, friends I and also your it. underwear looked my underwear were kind of nude they didn't look like you were naked you look your booty naked me, me and Carmen were doing some lesbian shit Carmen was doing some 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 twerking on the ground in her red pants yeah. I was like is she ever gonna take these off never She's fully clothed in her <laughs> only I'm naked um so they came in the. That was when when I was in the bed dance. They came in the room, turned on the light, and said, "They don't give a fuck that I'm sleeping. Wake up!" And <laughs> oh, I was like, shit. "I'll kill you all." <laughs> Here's a little twerk. Turn my fucking light off. <laughs> Not a little twerk. It's a little twerk. I'm like, I'm back to sleep. And then oh, and then I worked the next. Oh, then the next day, um, May slept over, and Danielle, my other best friend, made us breakfast and bought us tulips, and it was very nice. Oh, and I woke May up. I cuddled her. I said. Wake up, Meg. Time for breakfast. And I was like, I'm so happy. I had this great show last night. All my friends were there. I'm going to eat breakfast at my other friend's house. And I, I don't really need any niggas. I'm good. I have, I, someone sent me flowers. I got two. I just was happy. I don't need anyone. <laughs> um, except my friends. So, yes, I met up with Erica at the drive-in. We went to Happy Bay's house. We had a makeshift lounge situation. I, he DJed. And, um, oh yeah, how was your night since you brought your date to Happy Bay's house? Um, it was fine. <clears throat> <laughs> it was good. We had a good time. Okay. 
Same. <laughs> um, oh, God. I'm so sick of this job. I don't know what to do. Do we tell our business? Do we keep it to ourselves? How do we know when? Uh, um, never. <laughs> um, I, I, um, <laughs> I plead the fifth today. Check back in next week. <laughs> When I'm farther away from the story. (laughs) Never, never live. Always one week out. Should I tell? I don't even think it matters. Okay, whatever. No one even knows anything about anything. Mm -hmm. Anyway, we had a lounge at Happy Bay's house. Mm -hmm. I have a crush on Happy Bay's friend. (laughs) I've had it for years. (laughs) Because I'm a creep. (laughs) He's handsome. He's so handsome. He's like... Handsome that makes you nervous. Like, <laughs> what'd you say? Oh, yeah, it's so beautiful. <laughs> That's generally how I feel around really hot guys. I just get, like, kind of nervous and flustered. And, and he's also very much, like, Happy Bay. Well, they're, like, the same person. That Yeah, they're kind of like the same person, which throws me off, because I'm like, are you the same? You're, I love you. Are you Are you guys twins? Are you copy carbon copy? They're just both so, like, happy and, like, also just... Earthy and, like... Like, just, like... Fair, like, want to have, like, really intense, like, eye contact conversations. Deep conversations, yeah. Like, really, really deep. And they can care, like, marathons. Like, they are marathon I, deep conversation so, having as niggas. So it's all the time. All the time. Like, I could literally look in Happy Bay's eyes for, like, three hours straight and have a conversation. And Just then, like that. Just like this. Just I can't like I this. can't imagine them having a conversation together because it's, but like, it's so Nothing intense. Nothing gets done when they're together. Absolutely. They don't, they, have make, deep they, don't, they don't make it anywhere. Well, you know what? The thing is, I'm kind, I can be that way, so I can, I can see how that could happen. Me too. Because I, yes, yeah, they talk, like, very thoroughly, very deep. They're asking you questions you really have to think about and, like, grow from. It's just a lot of energy. <laughs> um, anyway, Erica told my business to Happy Bay and was like, your crush is coming over. And I was like, Shh, I'll cut you. <laughs> Even though it's not a secret, like, please tell him. <laughs> <laughs> tell him I love him and I'll be his wife. <laughs> so he came over, but he, he, he comes in like it's Valentine's Day, like all dappered out because also he dresses really cool because, duh, he's perfect. <laughs> and then he comes up with this woman. I'm like, fuck. She's beautiful, too. Nah, she's like a supermodel. She's a supermodel, and then she starts talking, and she's super nice, too. I'm like, oh, fine. It's not mine. It's for everybody. <laughs> so I make friends with her, because this is what I do. Um, and then I could tell that, like, some so two people leave, another person leaves, and then I could t- Erica's been in the room with her girlfriend and her boyfriend for, like, 40, pretty much 45 minutes. Me and the girl are So like, much for me not telling my business. Oh, okay, well, that is, you just, I, I didn't say anything happened. I just said you guys were disappeared. Mm. I wasn't in there. I just thought you disappeared we were to have having, long like, conversations. Deep conversations. Right. Yeah. So, um, me and the girl are in the living room, like, moaning deeply. Okay, that's another reason I like the friend, because he agrees with me about my, my moaning. He's on board. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking to them, and then, like, I'm kind of piecing together... I'm like, huh, maybe they're just friends. Because she's like, I just came from a date. She didn't say, like, with him. She's like, oh, I have a date in the morning. I'm on this dating app. I'm like, maybe they're besties. I'm like, I hope they're besties. Whatever. Even if, I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> so I can tell that Erica's never coming back out the room. And then <laughs> Happy Bay comes out a couple times. But he's too happy to tell anybody to get out. So I'm like, I think they want us to leave, you guys. <laughs> I think it's time to go. I was dancing. And so I was like, I'll walk, I'll walk out with you, with you all as we're downtown. And um, I get downstairs, and I forgot where I parked because I'm smart. And he's like, he walks me. He's like, I'm taking pictures of him because he's also a photographer and a fucking DJ and everything else cool. 
And he's like, so where are you, what are you about to do? I'm like, I'm going to go home. He's like, you don't want to just come to my house? Are you okay to drive? I'm like, no, I'm fine. And then he's like, you can just come to my house. So in my head, I'm like, is he flirting with me? I can't tell. I'm like, okay, I can, all right. I'm like, he has to be flirting, right? He's flirting now, right? So we go to his house, all three of us, and we're literally having, and now I'm feeling anxiety about telling this story. <laughs> I'm having anxiety. Oh, God. Do we do this for a living? <laughs> Should we start over? You're also not, you don't have to share. Maybe I'll wait till next week. <laughs> Join Patreon to get the full story. Okay, yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll share it on Patreon because I feel exposed. Yep, me too. <laughs> Nobody needs to know my, my play by play. Someone's going to want to date me in like 10 years and be like, I listened to all your stories and based on these calculations, you've slept with a 497... <laughs> Oh, 498. <laughs> Men in the last. <laughs> like, no, I counted. I listened. I listened to all your stories. Not true. I don't. And even if it was, who the fuck cares? I don't give a fuck. My pussy's bomb. <laughs> Blessing the earth. <laughs> <laughs> so since we're not exposing ourselves. <laughs> Has this ever happened? This is the podcast first. Start to telling a story and then be like, eh, yeah, you know, no. no. I don't think so. I want to I tell it, but it's a good story. I just, it's going to just need to go on Patreon. Yeah, well, make sure you go to patreon.com backslash goodmomsbadchoices to hear this story and maybe mine. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Well, we didn't plan But on. overall, so the overall, the theme of overall Valentine's Day is I think me and Jamila both had a really good Valentine's Day. Yeah, we did. We did. And it really was... You know, it was spent with people, but it was really, I had no expectations. I really didn't give a fuck about what was about to happen. And it was great. And it ended up being great. Yeah. Yeah. People put so much pressure on that day. You know what? I, you know what I was noticing on the internet? I'm just so. Don't fucking post your Louis Vuitton bag. Not even that. I'm so over people posting their fucking, like, whole spread of fucking roses like, you know, their nigga, like, you know, like Lori Harvey, she showed this whole thing of, like, Michael B. Jordan, like, rented out the aquarium. Oh, and no. Bought her stock in Hermes. And, like. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Hold the fuck up. I just want to make sure I heard that You correct. heard it. He bought her, not a Hermes, stock. stock. <laughs> Who the fuck has it's Hermes? It's smart, because all these, uh, listen, black are people. people buying Hermes? Yes, all black people are buying Hermes, and I have no idea why. It's, they're, that they're ugly. It's ugly. The bag's ugly. I hate the bag. The it's perfume, just regular. Perfume smells good. Is that the one that Alt Cardi buys? Yes, she's like always spending all her money on fucking Hermes bags. These, these, let me tell you guys, these white people don't give a fuck about us. <laughs> you don't need to spend thousands of dollars on Hermes. You're, but, I wonder how much that stock costs. I, I just feel like... It's Michael B. Jordan. I knew I should have just let my message stay in his hands. <laughs> no, I should have just she's let gonna be blaming my me. message. I knew eventually he'd come back around to black women and I could have been that <laughs> bitch. Been, Tabria and Mindy and me are going to forever be blamed for her not getting Tabria Michael Tabria and Mindy, y'all ain't my friends. <laughs> Y'all no. should have let me keep my message in his DMs. I should have never unsent it. He probably would have read it around yeah. this time this year. <laughs> <laughs> Three years later. If anyone has no idea what we're talking about, please, please go back to our first episode with The Thick in 2018 <laughs> and find this fucking message because Erica sent Michael B. Jordan a DM and we highly recommended that she erase it because it sounded like fucking crazy. <laughs> So now she's three years later that he's back on the brown side. She's feeling like it could have been her, but 
I truly really feel like it could have, but I now still- we'll never know because I don't have friends. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, she was showing like this, like, you know, the, all the fucking rose petals and da, 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 blah, 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 blah. And like, I literally, I saw like at least 10 different celebrities post this shit. And I'm like, y'all want to get robbed, eh? <laughs> Second of all, like, your nigga's probably in someone else's DM tomorrow. Third of all, why, why does this matter? Like, are you, you want us to feel bad? No, you know what it is? I've noticed because it's just annoying. It's just annoying. And it's, and I'm not bitter because I don't like it's not that I want that. And you know what? Even if I did get that, are you not even enjoying the moment? You have your phone out while you're walking into the room. Like- Speaking of that, we have a person that we are acquaintance with. And that's my thing. Like, I know people want to share, but like, are you sharing? Are you doing these things to because you care about a human being and like you're celebrating the love? Or literally, are you doing it for Instagram? Because I saw a nigga. <laughs> okay, let me just be clear. This nigga is crazy. I saw him post, like, I guess his whole Valentine's Day weekend. I stopped at some point. It was dumbest shit I've ever seen. First of all, it's like... I didn't know he was like that. I, he, it's such a turnoff. I didn't know he was... He, you know always, it, he seems so much more, like, no, normal. But you know what it is? Okay, this, <clears throat> okay this, is, this is to our other topic about toxicity. He comes off... This is just a guy. Like, no one's involved with this person. This is someone we know. He comes off as so fucking therapized and so fucking down to earth and so fucking cool and like, like, I don't know, healed. But those are the ones you got to be careful for because that nigga is a narcissist. Mm -hmm. Like the, the, like, first of all, he like surprised his girl of the week with like balloons and like a cake. Is that what happened? I didn't see that part. I saw... Our friend made it. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Mama Solbakes? Mama Solbakes. Oh, she don't know. She didn't know she was being complicit. It is okay. You could give her her money even if you want to be... Yeah, pay her. Pay, pay her. her to stun on the ground. It's fine. <laughs> I need to see this cake. It's probably bomb. It's Sure, it's beautiful. <laughs> um, a cake and some balloons. Oh, wait, he also got his other bitch a, a, a Mama Solbakes cake. <laughs> he got her, all the bitches get it. Oh, wait, my God. Wait, and then he got like three bottles of champagne, three bottles of wine. I'm like, one bitch can't drink all that anyway. <laughs> but then he's just like... Shout out to this, shout out to this, shout out to that, shout out to that, shout out to so so balloons. It's like rose petals and six balloons. I'm like, okay, shout out, but enough shouts outs. And then the poor bitch is just crying. Just like, <laughs> like crying because she's happy? I guess, but like it's balloons, a cake, and some wine. I'm just so sad. Like, as women, we, like, we, no one, we, it's like we've never been treated well. I mean, and I guess we haven't. I guess we haven't. It takes one day out of the year for a nigga to lay some roses down on uh, the floor. fucking pathway and the hallway of your apartment. To you to be like, oh. Yeah. And and literally, there's like six stories of her crying. I missed that. He wow. sh- and then he's like, oh, sh- man, stop crying. Oh, she's so happy she's crying. Oh. And filming yeah, her crying? Yeah. Oh, she's so happy she's crying. <laughs> like, what? Like, first of all, why are you still crying? Second of all, can you stop filming, filming it? <laughs> but that's not it. Oh, no. There's another one. The what? next day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, this is when I think this is when I tapped in. They take a private jet service to Las Vegas, but not before you see his Louis Vuitton sneakers with the jet in the background. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you got we gotta stop doing stuff for Instagram. Like I get it's a platform, but says the bitch who wants to put her titties on it every time. <laughs> um, yeah, I I was just like, this bitch has to know this is not about her or for her. Wait, and then to make it even better. The bitch he just 
left for the new bitch is posting on her story. Niggas are so sad posting their Louis Vuitton sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> and, and when they owe me money still, I was like, the fact oh my that I can see everybody's <laughs> perspective life on here is just, it's, it's pretty toxic is what I'm trying I to say. I just was like, I don't know. It's just, it is toxic because I feel like, I mean, obviously, like, I don't know Lori Harvey's life, and, you know, she's obviously very wealthy and successful and beautiful, and she lives her life for the gram a little bit. Like, that's how she makes her money. People care about what she's wearing and what she's doing. Because what does she do? Is she Steve Daddy? She's, Steve, Steve Daddy. Steve, <laughs> is Steve Daddy just her stepdaddy? Or? Yeah. That's just it. Well, oh, she's a mom. Now she has a skincare line, and she's doing collabs with different brands now. Like, she just had a, new, she just had a clothing collab with some clothing company or whatever. So she's getting, she's figuring it out. Whatever. Have you ever heard and, her talk? I don't think so. Have you? No. Okay. I was just wondering, like, is she a personality? Like, I've never... I don't... I don't know. I mean, she's fucking gorgeous. That's what I do know. But, like, I just feel like... And then I look at Michael B. Jordan, my could-have-been future boyfriend, <laughs> who is, doesn't really post, like, stunt like that on the gram. It but, seems like whatever she's doing, everyone's stunning on the gram but, for her. But is with her, and I feel like is now stunting for her because he knows he has to do that because this is what she likes and, like, did this whole extra shit. And I'm just like, couldn't y'all have just, like, done this and, like enjoyed it with your amongst yourself because there's so many people right now that are alone there are so many people who can't afford to do these things it just feels tacky how did it is tacky how did you how did how did you don't let me get on a private jet (laughs) everybody's gonna see okay that's true Oh, we're confused. Just not on Valentine's Day. Right. Any other day I'm going to start, but not Valentine's Day. When people may get sad. Um, <laughs> comes from two single bitches. Um, how did he showcase the Hermes stock? She posted it. Like, just like an envelope? She posted like, a picture of the of the paper and said, so thoughtful. Baby like, bought me her stock in Hermes. And like... You know the whole the whole story of them walking through the aquarium, and then oh, and then a Nobu cooked for them, and Nobu himself. I guess I don't know if he did at it. the aquarium. Yes, how rude to have sushi at an aquarium. <gasps> so rude. So You're rude. right. That's fucked up. What aquarium? Like Long Beach? Where were they? I don't know, but somewhere. Okay. And then 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 didn't end there. Then like then they got back to the apartment, and there was like. Orchids, like it was like the whole room was. Oh, a like because it couldn't be roses; it had to be orchids. You know who started all this shit? Who? The Kardashians. Kim, Kim started the shit with Kim, with with Kanye because Kanye would always be these like, extravagant. Out. Then Kylie and Travis and all this shit, and it's just like, okay, bitch, we get it. You're rich. I know. I'm trying to put myself in that position. I'm like, okay, if I get a nigga tomorrow, <laughs> literally, like, if I get a nigga tomorrow, he's rich. He buys me a lot of shit. Am I gonna put it all on there? Because I see it. I'm like, this is very tacky, and I don't, I don't. That's really not. That's not my thing. One I, nigga bought me flowers. <laughs> One nigga. I, didn't I, I get sharing certain things, you know what I mean? And, like, I get it. I'm not saying you can't. And I've, I've, I've shared a picture of some flowers that someone bought me, you know what I mean? But, like, I just feel like when you do the most most, it just seems like... it's It seems like it's for the wrong reasons. Yeah, like, w- why? You want us to see what you have. It goes with you. It's very on brand for you. It's very on brand for her. So it felt like Michael B. Jordan is trying to make sure he's on brand for her. Because I've never seen him do post anything like that. Obviously, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not just saying like for a bitch, but just in general. He's more of a low-key actor than, than what she is now. He's all flossing on the yachts and shit. And he has to because he's with Lori Harvey. It's a requirement. All right. It's like dating Kim. You can't be private. Yeah, you can't be fucking private. The fuck? We're showing everyone all of our shit. We're waiting to get robbed. <laughs> We're waiting to get robbed. <laughs> just like Kim. 
I'm gonna rob them. Okay. <laughs> one day we're gonna get one day we get rich and flossy, and everyone's gonna play this back. Like, remember? <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's on brand for us now. We're rich. <laughs> I don't know. At least if it's at least it'll be mine. I will have bought my own uh, now floral this, display. I'll be like, look how wonderful I am to me. <laughs> I bought myself a diamond ring. Um, yeah, I, I kind of, a, not that I care. I didn't get like jealous or anything, but. I just want to say, okay, like live your life, do what you do. I, it's not, I think it's tacky, but you know, whatever, do what you do. I just want to <laughs> say for the people that watch those things and feel a way, just know that. Half the time, they ain't living that life. Yeah. They are living that rich life, for sure, confirmed. <laughs> but they probably, there's so much other shit going on that you just be happy with what you have. Because they, like, I just, I think about so many people that I know that floss on the gram and I know them personally and I know their life and I know what's happening in their relationships and I know what's happening in their personal life and shit ain't sweet. It's not fucking rose petals and fucking champagne. It's true. And, for someone who doesn't know that, that can be so triggering for them. It can be so upsetting. It can make you feel, it can make you go into depression. It can make you kill yourself. Not to be, okay, trigger warning. Not to be like, talk about suicide, but like. But suicide is at an all time high. It's, it's, it's like tripled in the last 10 years since social media. So it's not like. It can ruin your relationship. You're looking at your partner like, you didn't do this shit for me. No, but he did push you through college and he is paying uh, the rent and he is paying the mortgage or she is doing this and that. It's like. Put things in perspective, you guys, because this shit ain't real. Yeah. I and mean, once Michael and Lori are done, she's I'm gonna slide she, back into that DM, okay? And then <laughs> she's gonna post her Hermes stock <laughs> on the yacht, okay? She's gonna do it. It'll be a different stock. It won't be Hermes. It'll be like a bigger, better yacht. Yeah. It'll be a bigger it'll aquarium. Be some cryptocurrency or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> um Yeah, I, I yeah, I don't like that. I didn't like that. Maybe I'm triggered because I saw the other guy do it, and I was like, this is the fakest shit I've ever seen. He's so fake and not evolved, and this is a dumbass. Yeah, when I saw those, I saw the hotel and all the things. I I didn't see the hotel. Oh, Oh, you missed the hotel. Oh, oh, wait, someone... (laughs) I heard about it. It was, what, it was like the deluxe suite? It was like a two-story hotel room. It was two Oh, yeah, there was a staircase (laughs) with roses going up the staircase. Stop. And he was the one filming it. He was filming... I mean, I don't have follower on Instagram, so I don't know, but he was filming it. He was filming his own work that he had done. Look, look how good I am. And and then like he finally got to her and she was like next to the bed, like texting on her phone. I was like, this is so sad. Y'all ain't even enjoying the shit. You're too busy capturing content to even just enjoy what's been had, what you're doing. And nigga, you're a trainer. This is not even on brand for you. Oh damn, you so you okay. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't care. That's still vague. Everybody not likes a trainer. So <laughs> you're not even Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan. There's no reason for you to be capturing this. No one cares except us <laughs> we're talking about it it was just funny it was fucking hilarious and yeah what a waste of money anyway i'm i'm satisfied with my um my valentine's day your, your top I, secret valentine's i got day. i got no rose petals on beds or candlelit rooms i don't really like that kind of stuff it just it's, one time this bitch did it for me in atlanta and i was just like <laughs> i didn't even know what to say because i was like this is so generic <laughs> I'm just not a generic type of bitch. Like, don't run. I mean, you can. I like that. But, like, don't. I've seen this 400 million thousand times and now 500 million thousand times. Who made that? Is it Pretty Woman? Who who, who created this? I don't know, but it's killing the flower. Who fucking created this shit? I need to Google it. Wait, and then, okay, so, side note. On 
on Valentine's Day, because I'm a Jamaican, I, get, I did a couple's massage. Um, and I was at this, like, resident slash hotel, residency slash hotel in, in downtown. But it must be, like, a lot of niggas go there, because the security at this place was... I, they literally might as well be wearing bulletproof vests. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then I realized when I was in the lobby, there's so many black people. So, you know, anything fancy that black people frequent, they got to put the fucking 14 security around. But everybody in the lobby, because we had to wait for the elevators, all these niggas had, like, teddy bears and flowers and teddy bears and flowers. And then me and my friend were going up to do, like, a massage and cater some food. I'm like, niggas still ain't got creative in 200 million years. <laughs> Same shit. I don't want no teddy bears. Please what don't give me. Do with, what am I as a grown ass person going to do with a teddy bear? And it was one of those big ass ones that no one has any space for. That is going in that's the trash. Getting in, going in the trash. It's going to Goodwill. <clears throat> well, so like, yeah, I would like stock too, but I, I don't know. Get get creative. I don't know. I don't don't run me a bath with fucking roses in it. I did that. To, I did that last night. I know. <laughs> to myself. My, every day. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, it's overrated. Valentine's Day is overrated. And, like, romanticize your fucking self. Be romantic for yourself. I agree. Um, well, we do have an advice question since we are we have so much to say about everything. Okay. We're very opinionated. <laughs> we are Valentine's Day experts. What to not do on Valentine's Day. For some reason, people trust us with advice. Um, so... We got this one a little while ago, and I'm meeting to read it. And actually, she mentions you, Mila. Oh. <clears throat> so here it goes. Hello, ladies. I know this is super late, and I'm super behind. I'm still playing catch-up, but I just wanted to say I absolutely love your podcast and adore you both. Thank you. You two are amazing individuals and even better together. Hey, wifey. <clears throat> we really are better together. <laughs> So getting to the point of my message, <clears throat> I just finished listening to your episode with Jody Sweeten and Celia Behar. Uh, shout out to Never Thought I'd Say This Podcast. Great conversation, by the way. But I needed some advice if you two have any. Truthfully, towards the end of the episode, you guys were discussing being in relationships and putting yourself first, and that's okay. And one of the things that stood out to me was when Mila was describing how her parents had been married young and her mom was just obsessed with her dad and just basically her world revolved around him and that she sometimes catches herself feeling, feeling that anxiety when she herself is with her dad and he's leaving like she's, and she's like, where are you going? What are you doing? <clears throat> and she mentioned she catches herself and is like, what the fuck? Why do I care? <laughs> yep. Well, I myself have been in a relationship with the same man since I was 16. I'm now going on 31. We've been married almost seven years and together for 14. And Mila's situation triggered me because I know that is me. I am her mom in the situation. And the sad part is I know what I'm doing. I know it needs to change. It's something I try to work on gradually, but I just don't know how. There's no autonomy developed is what stands out. And I think to myself, like, yeah, I can do things on my own. I can make executive decisions on my own. But then I come back to thinking that, like, in the back of my mind, my decisions are always based on my husband. Always. No matter how much I'd like to believe, I decide something on my own. <clears throat> and don't get me wrong. I love him. I'm in love with him. I'm just not happy with myself because I've come to the realization that in these 14 years, I haven't given myself the love and care and support I need, and now I don't even know what that is anymore. And don't get me wrong, I have a good job here in Silicon Valley that pays decent and well, but he's always thrived and worked his ass off to be the head of his company, but at what expense to me? 
if that makes sense. I feel like I'm just rambling. <laughs> and in all that, I do want to say we have two beautiful pain-in-the-ass boys that are 12 and 3 years old who I love dearly. And I feel myself just being stuck in this limbo because I do not want to alter any parts of their lives, you know? Any thoughts? With the new year already here, I'm going to make it a goal to try to work on myself without feeling guilty about it. So any feedback would be great. I know you're probably like, girl, go see a, par- a therapist. <laughs> no, no. Thank you for coming to us <clears throat> and caring about our opinion and um, listening so intently to our stories and like letting them apply to you. Because obviously we're not experts at everything, but <clears throat> we're just here to share our perspectives and our experiences. And I really appreciate you guys um, embracing us and you know being supportive. I would say, though... <clears throat> I don't know. I don't, maybe take a solo trip. <clears throat> yeah. I think you need to disconnect. I mean, I'm not saying that's the, the, the answer because one time my mom did that for two weeks. She went to Hawaii. Then she came back and she still acted crazy. <laughs> I'm just saying. She, she, she pro- did? Yeah, she did it one time. I remember. Because like for two weeks, everybody was acting wild at the house. <laughs> it was fucking no supervision. Um, but it, I mean, obviously she came back and got right back into crazy mode. But... Um, I just think it's a practice. I think it's something you have to like be mindful of. And I'm and I didn't tell all my mom's business, only to like reference how it affected me. But I I just feel so even in any relationship, it can become so routine and so codependent because the routine is depending on your partner. And we're not like if you don't prioritize individuality, individual time in your relationship and personally, it will not happen. Both of you need to be on the same page. You need to go. Go. Whatever you need to do, go do it. You know, like, I, I, I have your back with the kid. I have, you know, those are the type of, like, that should be at a pri- that should be at a, a priority for the relationship, your individual growth. Because um, I really feel like those are the, most, the best and most healthy relationships that don't, later don't, like, lead in resentment. Mm-hmm. I think also kids are so resilient. Like if you, if your kids, if you're worried about switching shit up and affecting your kids like stability, I mean, you're saying you're happy, happily married. So I'm assuming it's not a matter of like, I want to leave my husband. It's more like I need to switch some shit up for myself. Like do that. Yeah. Your kids might notice some shit is changing, but they'll also just get on board and go with it. I mean, they're three and I think she said three and 12. Yeah. Kids are resilient, man. Like, and you deserve, you deserve to feel whole. You, I think you got triggered because you're worried that maybe your kids will look, will feel like their mom only lived for their, for their dad. And they may, if you continue on this path. Um, But I think it's, it's not trying to like change everything overnight. It's just like baby steps. Like, doing... It's first steps that you've even acknowledged. Yeah, and you said you're aware of it. I mean, that's the first step. Some people are not even aware of it. I mean, at all. Do you think your mom's aware of it? I'm pretty I mean, sure. I mean, I'm besides pre- you I'm, telling I'm her? I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one who's ever told her this. I, I think it's, she's so deeply programmed that way at this She doesn't point. realize when she's doing it sometimes. No, it's in her nature. Mm-hmm. Like, I've seen, I, it's in her nature to do it. Um, yeah. And talk to your husband. I About mean, how you're feeling, yeah. Yeah, talk to your husband. Like, you know, you might be nervous to do that, but it sounds like you guys have a really good relationship. And, you know... Asking for help is sometimes the hardest thing when you're 
a woman, honestly, and a mom. Like you, you, and especially if you're a good mom and you're a good wife. Well, I think that's the problem. <laughs> I was gonna say is that the, the, the good wife shit. You know, um, a good wife. Like, cause I, I can I can totally hear someone at home who is uh, trained, who's very traditional, saying like that's how it's supposed to be. Every decision should include your spouse. But I think what what. It's one thing to be considerate of someone else's feelings. It's something completely different to be abandon your um, ability to make decisions on your own. Um, which, you know, I need to check myself even with my relationship with Erica. <laughs> I'm always asking her shit. But I'm, I'm, I'm joking. Uh, but but I'm, it's just, it's, it's, it's not so much. I think we're so conditioned that being a good wife is and being a good mom is. And even I had this thought today because my um, daughter has been, at her dad's house for like a pretty good amount of time, probably like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, today's Tuesday. And I was feeling like deep guilt because I really needed last night. I was like, damn, I should have went and got her last night, but he didn't call me. So I was like off the hook, <laughs> but I just needed to sleep. I really wanted to sleep. And I found myself getting anxiety about having to pick her up because I didn't feel rested yet. And I knew she required a lot of my attention. And today, as I was coming over here, still haven't gotten her. Um, I was feeling, and he hadn't called me. I was feeling anxiety. A, that he was going to, like, guilt me for not calling, even though I did. Who gives a fuck? He's, that doesn't, that's, doesn't matter. I have her all the time. But I just felt the, the mom guilt come up. And I had to tell myself, it's okay. You have, like, you're, you have things that you are getting done. You're not, like, fucking off. You, you needed the rest. And it's okay to honor that. And, like, I, I also have this fear that I'm like, oh, no, I've, I'm not going to, I always have this fear, like, 15 years from now when she doesn't want to hang out with me I'm going to go back to this very moment this very week and I'm gonna be like <laughs> I didn't pick her up on fucking Sunday <laughs> you know but like we can't live like that and I also came to the epiphany like anxiety is fear of time mm. and guess what like time is happening constantly so I think a part of like getting rid of the anxiety is just like being present and being okay with what you need right now. And right now, if you're feeling like you're being codependent in any way, do like take slow steps back to untangle that. And like, even if that means untangling a little bit from the kids and saying, Hey, I need you to show up more because I need to show up more for myself. Mm-hmm. Then that's what needs to be, needs to be done. I absolutely, amen to that because I was thinking like, I know you said your your husband has worked his ass off to be the head of his company and all those things, and that's all great. And you have a job, too, that pays well, like you said. You have a work. Don't downplay what the fuck you do. You might not be the head of the company, but you're working and you're a mother. He can take up some of the slack. He can. He's he's capable of doing it. If he can work his ass off at his job, he can work his ass off in his marriage and his fatherhood. I'm not saying he's not. I'm just saying allow him to pick up some of the slack. If you need to go have a solo dinner once a week by yourself where you order whatever the fuck you want and you don't have to worry about whatever the fuck everyone else is eating, then do that shit. Whatever it is, like... And just start there. And maybe that's not it. Maybe you do that. You do that for like a month. You're like, I actually really like having dinner with my family, you know? But find the things that you feel bring you back to yourself. And um, we have a friend, um, uh, a tribe member who's married. She's about to be married, but she told me like they do take turns like just getting staycations and going to a hotel and um one one time recently he went he said he needed space to go you know go to the hotel and she wasn't tripping and um but then like they did something sexy and he was like you know meet me meet me at the hotel for dinner and they played strangers and they and they fucked and then she left he fell asleep and she left and he woke up like where are you and she's like i went home 
Yeah, this is like, your staycation. This is, it's just it's just like I think sometimes even pulling back in your relationship and like honing in on your individuality and on your own time actually makes the relationship more sexy. It makes the relationship more like in this date space because why is dating so fucking sexy? Like why are you thinking about like the guy you just met because it's new and you don't there's mystery. Mm-hmm. What a lot of times in relationships you're together so long that mystery is gone and it's just like some brother sister type roommate shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like the space I think is really what creates makes space for romance in some weird way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> Are we gonna do our hoary? Oh yeah, I think let's get into the whore story. Since we're not gonna tell any of our own. <laughs> no, we're not. Um. So today's horror story. <clears throat> Can you read that? Yeah. Okay. You have contacts in? I can't. can't. Your glasses are right there. Bitch. I can't see far away. Oh, okay. My sight is things I can't see far away. Okay, I didn't know. I'm not, I don't need reading glasses. Well, so then every time you make me make shit bigger, I thought you said you could see. It's because it's usually far away. You're probably asking me from far away something Mm -hmm. small. Oh my God. Now I'm going to fuck this up. (laughs) Okay, so I have a hoary. I was dating this guy for a little while. He was like a bomb boyfriend and all, but he worked a lot, so I wasn't having as, as I wasn't having sex as often as I would like. I had a side nigga that I'd been going back and forth with since I was like 18. Dick was super bomb and his head always left me twitching. So this one time, Main Bay came over and did his thing. It was good, but I needed more, so I waited until he left and called Side Bay over. I washed up I washed up while I was waiting for him to come over. He finally came and literally sucked my soul out of my body. He fucked me so good that I think I forgot how to walk a few min- for a few minutes. I know that type of fuck. <laughs> the whole time, Main Bay is calling and FaceTiming my phone, and I'm deep in dick. <laughs> I had to rush Side Bay out the house so, I could, so that I could call Main Bay back. Turns out, he wanted round two and was on his way back over. So I had to hurry and wash up again before he got to me and throw the sheets off the bed because they smelled like side bay. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, you're like, is that Hugo Boss? <laughs> I don't wear no Hugo. Do um, you think men notice? Niggas do I mean, niggas, niggas, niggas are jealous women on steroids, but quietly, which is even psychoer. I had to rush side bay out the house so that I could... Oh, okay, wait. Main... Main Bay must have drank a Red Bull or had a shot of Henny because he came back and fucked the shit out of me. He sucked my toes, put a finger in my ass, choked me. I spit it in his mouth. It was fucking amazing. Mm, sounds amazing. My little old vagina was so sore for like a week, but it was worth it. Oh. Yes. I'm, you know. Back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. <laughs> back, back, back and forth. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sounds like a good time, baby. Sounds like you got yours and some. I think we have another one. Oh, was, oh yeah, we do. Should we read it? Yeah, that okay. was a good one. Okay, so this is... Again, since we're not sharing our whole shit this week, <laughs> we'll share yours. Okay. Hey, ladies. Just wanted to share my hoary. So I was in a serious relationship with someone since I was in my teens. We were married and all that shit. Many years into our marriage, I found out he was cheating on me and had no intentions of changing. So I decided to end that and move on with my life. 
It was a big change for me, being single as an adult woman, especially since he was like one of three men I'd ever slept with. So here I am in unfamiliar waters, navigating singlehood, feeling horny as fuck with no one to fuck. Until one day, I was hanging out with a group of friends, and my ex's younger brother decided to join us. It was cool. He was friends with my friends, and he was family. So I felt comfortable with him being around. Anyways, the night went on, shots were taken, vibes were felt, and when the night came to an end, I found myself looking at him a little different. Let's just say the liquid, the liquid courage kicked in, and my hands got a little frisky. When we were outside the club waiting to go home, he was standing near me, and I decided to just go for it. Okay, girl, get it. I reached, <laughs> I reached into the brother's pants and grabbed his dick and started stroking it. Outside, right there on the sidewalk, like shit was cool. He was drunk, but very aware of what the fuck I was doing. Anyways, his drunk ass shoved me into the backseat of the car and started kissing me and shit, but I stopped him. A few weeks went by and the sexual tension had really built up since our little drunken night. So one night we decided to link up and talk about what had happened. Mm-hmm. But let's just say not much talking took place. We ended up going from my couch to my bed and having the most amazing sex. He was younger than me, but boy, this young bug really knew his way around my body. He ate me out so fucking good, had me squirting all over his face, which was so hot because he had never experienced a woman squirting before, young buck. <clears throat> he was like a kid in a candy store. Okay, all these references to you. Since him being young. Yeah, he was like a kid in the candy store. And the candy store was my pussy. Hey. It was my first time being with someone that much younger than me, but he did not disappoint. There, there I was with my ex's younger brother having the most amazing, passionate, aggressive, steamy sex I had in a while. And listen, I don't know if it was just the good dick or the sweet taste of revenge, but that shit was so fucking good. We literally fucked the shit out of each other. I'm talking spanking, choking, gagging, sweaty, just all around amazing sex. He was a freak, so I was able to let my freak flag fly high. And it was just what I needed. The end. Amen. Moral of the story is, don't piss a bitch off because she's liable to fuck your brother. Or your daddy. Um, but, wow, I love our community so much. I love our tribe. I love that this is a safe space. I love that we can literally come and tell each other everything. <laughs> and we all know it's love. We're going to love you. If you're a good mom, you can tell us anything. We love you. We love you. We're going to tell you the truth. We're going to laugh. We're going to love you. We don't care. Um, we just want you to come as you are and be authentically yourself because that's the only way. It is. It is. People do shit. You learn from it or you, or you like it, you know, and that's just the moral of the story. I mean, that's the whole point, you know? Bad choices lead to better ones and sometimes bad choices are I mean, good. It's a fun are, fucking night. Are fucking good choices for that night, okay? Um, so if you guys have any horries, if you're listening to this horry and saying to yourself, damn, I got something better than that. Send that shit, please, because we are lacking in the hoary department. Y'all are some prudes over there. I know you ain't. And we're tired of telling ours. Well, yeah, clearly, because we, we didn't share ours. Because <laughs> I'm afraid that 10 years from now, someone's going to pull up on my receipt. 400, she's going to have 487 men <laughs> she slept with. <laughs> All recorded on podcast. <laughs> anyway, I hope you guys have a wonderful week. That you... Maybe all of our hoaries are only going to be on Patreon from here on out. Just ours? 
Are we, are we, is this, I just is, feel like, is this called growth? I just feel like we've done it. Like we've told all the tales. Like how much of our, how much can we tell? Fuck. <laughs> you guys want us never to get married? <laughs> do you want to get married at some point? Oh. Wait, all, all we do is talk about like being unashamed women. Like we're going to stop because we want to get married. <laughs> I look, that's you. I didn't say nothing. I'm marriage. joking. Kind of. I just, <laughs> I'm just going back over my weekend story and I'm like, how many of more of these do I have in me to tell? <laughs> yeah, let us tell your business. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, patreon.com backslash good moms, bad choices is where you can get all the uncensored self-sabotage stories that we have and so much more. We have a lot of good shit on there. And if you have horries, just DM us or you can email us at info at goodmomsbadchoices.com. Please put horry in the subject title. Yeah, because the shit will get lost in our email, so make sure you put that in the subject. If you've sent one and we haven't said it, it's either a seven or resend it because we, our, we, our emails are crazy. Don't DM it. Just email it. Because DM, you can't search. It's really annoying. Um... And what else? Rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts, please. We're almost at a thousand reviews. We're so close. We're like very close. Like, do it right now. Yeah, please just just go ahead and rate and review us. If you don't follow us on Instagram, do that too because I don't know. Our Instagram is kind of lit over there, and I don't know how long we're gonna be on there. I don't. I mean, we're upgrading to OnlyFans because <laughs> I'm sick of putting my titties away. <laughs> anyway, we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Solo puedo recordar la luz en la calle de las estrellas, como bailamos en la gran ciudad. Suavemente, suavemente, suavemente.